Good morning. I'm excited to share with you a word that I believe God has put in my heart for us today. Are you excited to hear the word of God today? Yeah. All right. I am blessed that Pastor Tim and Atibambi have given me this opportunity to share with you. And uh, let's come to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for this time that we can just learn more about you and we can just experience more of you. Hide me behind your cross and let your words be mine. In Jesus' name, amen. Today, gusto kong ishare sa inyo relationships of refuge. Ano ba ang relationships? Sino dito ang may status na in a relationship? Sino dito ang gustong magkaroon ng status na in a relationship? Tita Lolit? <laughs> no, relationships are important. They are what make life worth living. Di po ba? Kapag namatay tayo, ang iisipin natin, hindi na sana mas marami akong naipon na pera. Sana mas marami akong napuntahan na lugar. No, ang sasabihin natin, sana mas maayos yung mga relationships ko. Sana I said I love you more. Sana I spent more time with the people that I loved. Right? Because that's what makes life worth living. That's the sweetness of life. Relationships are important to God. It is a core value of God. Isipin nyo, sa Garden of Eden, si Adam and si Eve nilikha ng Diyos para sa relationship. Walang ibang rason. Nothing except to have a relationship with God. God created Adam and Eve hindi para magkaroon siya ng minions, hindi para magkaroon siya ng utusan, ng slaves, but so that he would have a family. He didn't need a family. He wanted a family. He chose to want to have a relationship with us. Makikita natin dito sa SFCC that relationships are a core value. Nakapaskil sa baba. And in the long time that I've known Pastor Tim, I've known him since the year 2000, and I know how much he values connections, relationships, people. Relationships with God and relationships with people. See, this is a core value that he has personally embraced. And this is a core value that I have come to embrace. Naalala ko when they started introducing me as your friend, my friend, everybody's friend. Nagulat ako kasi hindi ko naman binalak maging politiko. Hindi ko naman binalak maging sikat. Gusto ko lang i-value ang relationships. Because even as a kid, I studied relationships. I want to see what makes them work and what makes them break. I wanted to see what relationships would be successful. You know, my grandparents are 82 this year and they're still going out on dates. They're still holding hands. That's amazing, right? I mean, relationships are amazing, right? 
yun yung nakakatuwa eh. That's why maraming tao naghahanap ng relationship. Sa buong Bible, kung isa-summarize natin, 66 books, more than 40 different writers, written over 1,500 years. What is the summary of all of this? Sabi ni Jesus sa Mark 12, verses 29 to 31. Jesus answered, The most important command is this. Listen, people of Israel, my, get your attention here. Your eyes, you better, you better pay attention. Come on. The Lord our God is the only Lord. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. The second commandment is this. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. So if you summarize these verses, two things. Relationship with God and relationship with people. See, it's so important to God to have relationships. That in the Garden of Eden, when he lost that relationship because of the sin of man and woman, because of Adam and Eve's sin, when he, they, when he lost that, he gave his own son just to get it back. Ginawa niya ang lahat ng pwede niyang gawin para lang ma-restore ang relationships. Once lost, he gave his own son, Jesus, to get it back. You know, in relationships, we seek refuge. Diba? We seek refuge. Kapag tayo may pinagdadaanan na sobrang hugot, sobrang lalim, we run to the people that we trust. We run to the people that we know will not judge us. But we know that they can be depended upon. Kaya nila tayong akayin. Kaya nila tayong damayan. Kaya nila tayong kasamang umiyak, kasamang, di ba? Tulungan. We run to the people that we know that can help. And malimit ang nangyayari kapag meron tayong pinagdadaanan, kung kanikanino tayo tumatakbo, pero ang last option si God. Diba? I believe that at some point, all of us are guilty of this. But we should put it into practice that God should be our first option. Diba? Na sa kanya talaga tayo sumasampa. Sa, kanya, sa, kanila, sa kanya talaga tayo tumatayo, naglilin on. Diba? God, I can't do this on my own. I need you. God, help. I am so dependent on you. Diba? Pero malimit, sino ba ang nagiging refuge natin? Is it your spouse? Is it your best friend? Is it your barkada? Is it your boyfriend or your girlfriend? See, any other refuge than God is a wrong refuge. So point number one, run to refuge. My refuge is God alone. Proverbs 18 verse 10 says, God's name is a place of protection. Good people can run there and be safe. Psalm 46 verse 1, God is our refuge and strength, always ready in, to help in times 
of trouble. He is not just ready kapag tayo ay may malaking problema. He's ready to help every time. In the small things and in the big things. Psalm 62 verse 2. I wait quietly before God for my victory comes from Him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress where I will run and I will never be shaken. He is my fortress where I will never be shaken. That's amazing that we can depend on God like that. Na hindi siya natitinag, hindi siya nagbabago, hindi nagbabago ang kanyang pagtrato sa atin, hindi nagbabago ang kanyang pag-ibig para sa atin. You know the, the guy who wrote all of these verses? David. And the Bible calls David a man after God's own heart. Bakit? Marunong siyang tumakbo kay God. He saw God the way that God wanted it to be seen. Na talagang dependent siya kay God. God wants us to be dependent on Him. God knows our limitations. Hindi naman dapat natin gawin na mag-isa. Hindi naman natin kailangan na pagdaanan na mag-isa. Kung ano man yung pinagdadaanan mo, whatever you're going through in life, God knows your weaknesses. He knows your capacities and your limitations. So bakit ka magdidiskarte? Why would you try when you know that you cannot do it on your own? You are designed to be dependent on God. God designed you to experience His love, to have a relationship with Him, and out of the overflow of His love for you, that's what you love other people. That's what you love your enemies. That's how you love your boss. That's how you love your husband or your wife. Because you cannot love them all the time, 100% on your own. So your refuge should be in God and God alone. Sabi sa 2 Samuel 22 verse 3, He is my God, my strong stone. In Him, I will find my refuge. My shield, tagapagtanggol. The strength of my salvation. My high tower, my way of escape, and the one who is saving me. Si tayo, malaya tayong makipag-ugnayan kay God dahil kay Jesus. Hindi dahil nagbabait-baitan tayo. Hindi dahil nagbabanal-banalan tayo. That's not gonna get us anywhere. Kung bait-baitan lang at langit-langitan lang ang maaabot no. Diba? Kung nagbabait-baitan ka lang at nagbabanal-banalan ka lang, langit-langitan lang ang aabutin mo. That's not what God wants. He wants for you to have an intimate, personal relationship with Him. He wants you to experience who He is. Diba? That's why Jesus was sent. To restore us to God. And it says in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 18, Therefore, we who have fled to Him, to God, 
for refuge can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us. Dahil tayo nakipag-isa kay Jesus, we can run to God freely for anything, for everything. Because that's how we are designed. We often replace God with poor, pathetic substitutes. Diba? Isa dito, very common, money. When you, th- you feel that if I have more money, I will be secure. Is that true? I know a lot of people that have a lot of money and they're so empty. They're pathetic. Diba? Their, their lives are not worth living. Diba? They're so depressed. They're so void of life. A lot of people try to replace refuge in God with work. Ito nga eh. Here's the lie of Satan. If I work hard, I will have more money. Then I will be able to buy all the things that I never had. Are you hearing me? It's getting quiet in here. Bato-bato sa langit, ang matamaan, buti nga. Magpabago ng buhay. Hindi ko kayo binabalak paringgan. But I'm telling you, God doesn't want to be replaced with money or things. Money and things are not bad. There are tools, but they are not designed to be refuge. A lot of us take, take refuge in food. Mm. Comfort eating? Anyone? I can relate. Even drinking. Kapag may problema, eh, nom na lang tayo. Inom na lang natin. Diba? Is that really the best solution? Imbis na masolusyonan yung problema mo, dinagdagan mo pa, may hangover ka pa. Been there, been that. I've experienced that. I'm not proud of it. But I've tried to fill my life with so many things that left me empty. Nasubukan ko na rin mag-Spider-Man pa uwi. Not fun. Not fun. I'm telling you, based on experience, that the only refuge that we can count on is God. And He is so faithful that His mercies are new every morning. He is always there to pick us up. He is the God of second chances and third chances and fourth chances and fifth chances and sixth chances. Hindi siya nagsasawa. Hindi niya sinasabi, ay, kapal naman ng mukha mo. Binigyan na nga kita ng forgiveness kahapon. Pinatawad na nga kita. Sumusobra ka na. God's not like that. Because again, He wants you. He wants your heart. He wants to walk with you. Gusto niya na makasama kanya Araw-araw. Every step of the way. What are our wrong substitutes for God's refuge. Sa kanya lang tayo dapat kumapit. Sa kanya lang tayo dapat tumatakbo. Point number two. Remember that you are not 
alone. Sabihin mo sa katabi mo, hindi ka nag-iisa. Alam mo, mahirap talaga mag-isa. Lalo na kapag walang mantika. Just checking if you're awake. <laughs> Mahirap talaga mag-isa. We are not designed to be alone. You see, God Himself is a team. Diba? Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. When God created man in His image, He created them as a team. Man and woman, He created them in His image. We are, it is not good for man to be alone. So kapag ikaw may pinagdadaanan ka, you should not be alone. Wag kang umothers. Wag kang, wag mong separate ang sarili mo na nagmumukmuk ka. Sinong nagmukhang tanga? Diba? Sinong nahirapan? Instead of getting the help that you need, pinapatagal mo pa. Diba? Pinapahirapan mo lang ang sarili mo. I love studying in general. I love reading new bits of information. And even as a kid, I loved to read. Now, as a disciple, I love reading about God. I want to know all there is about Him. Because that's how I get intimate with Him. That I want to know His heart. And so when we study the Word of God, we find nuggets of information about how God loves us so much. You know, in the Old Testament, in the nation of Israel, the people that God has chosen, God said that there should be cities of refuge. And you can see that there are six different cities of refuge in Israel. These were geographical cities. And there were three on either side of the Jordan. There were two in the north, two in the middle, and two in the south. And anywhere that you were in the, in the city of, and the nation of Israel, you could go to a city of refuge in half a day. Now, ano ang ibig sabihin nitong city of refuge? This is a place where a person who has been caught doing involuntary manslaughter, kapag hindi naman premeditated murder, kapag meron siyang sala, meron siyang ginawang mali, he can run to a city of refuge and there he will be safe. It says in Numbers 35, verse 25, the community must protect the slayer from the avenger and must escort the slayer back to live in the city of refuge to which he fled. Now, the family of the victim has the right to avenge their relative. Bakit? An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Diba? But if the slayer comes to a city of refuge, he is safe. He is protected by the community. Not because the community is perfect, but because the community 
has a perfect God. Because they have a relationship with God. These were Levitical cities. These were the representatives of God. When we talk about cities of refuge, what comes to mind? Big walls, fortresses, malalaking pintuan, diba? may, may mabibigat na gates. Diba? Para sigurong Lord of the Rings. Diba? Sigurong may drawbridge, may moat, may fire-breathing dragon. Hindi ko alam. I don't know what's, what you're thinking about when you think of a city of refuge that you can run to and be safe. You know, these cities of refuge, they had no walls. You were protected by the community because you are connected to the community. You are connected to the people who can point you to God. You are connected to relationships. Ito ang nakakabigay ng tulong. Ito ang nakakabigay ng buhay sa atin. Now, I don't want you to get the wrong idea that church is a replacement for God. No. Church, the people in church will help you to experience who God is because sila, na-experience nila personally. Ako, I see how God has moved in my life and how God has moved in my pastor's life and how God has moved in the lives of so many different people that have come here over the years transformation, breakthrough. It's not just one time, big time. It's a process. And no, the people in church are not perfect, but we serve a perfect God. We serve a perfect God. And siya ang gumagalaw in us and through us. And so the, the work of the church is to point people to God, to help them have a stronger, better relationship with the God that we serve. You know, if you read in the book of Acts, you see the history of the early church. After Jesus was, transfi- was uh, uh, taken up into heaven again, the early church was so powerful and so anointed na sobrang na-shake ang society, ang civilization. They changed the world. If you study your history, you can see how God moved through the early church. You know, when Peter preached, one time lang siya preached more than 3,000 people came to know the Lord that day. That was anointing. When the disciples walked, yung anino lang nila would heal people that were sick, that were crippled. It says in Acts chapter 2, verses 42 to 44 and then 46, all the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. Verse 43, A deep sense of awe came over over them all, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. And all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. Verse 46, They worshipped together at the temple each day, met in homes for the Lord's Supper, and shared their meals with great joy and generosity. Would you not want to be part of that? Saya, diba? 
And so I had to be a part of that, where everyone was generous, everyone was sharing, they experienced fellowship, they experienced worshiping together. See, here's the thing. Verse 42, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. The apostles were the ones that wrote the Bible, the New Testament. They, they wrote down what they saw and what they heard. They wrote down their personal experience with the Messiah. Sino ba tong Jesus na to? Different points of view. They wrote down for our benefit. So that we can experience the same God. So if you devote yourself to the Word of God, kaya nga tayo nagsusoap, di ba? Nag, nagkakaroon ng personal devotional time with God. We study it every day so that we can hear what God has to say in our lives for us. It's not for His benefit, it's for our benefit. Hindi naman pahirapan eh. God didn't say, oh, nag-journal ka na ba? Oh, nag-pray ka na ba? He doesn't want you to clock in. He wants to have a conversation. He wants to talk to you personally. Yun nga yung kagandahan ng relationship with God eh. Hindi naman pahirapan eh. He's not asking us for a perfect attendance. He wants us to walk with Him every step of the way. Yung performance natin, it doesn't matter. He's not looking at your performance. Whether you've been bad or good, you're on the naughty list or the nice list. Doesn't care. Why? Because Jesus said, it is finished. Tapos na eh. Jesus performed so that you don't have to. Kapag tayo nakikipag-isa kay Jesus, and we study the Word of God for our benefit, and we learn to have fellowship with God and with His people, doon natin ma-experience yung true transformative power ni God. This is what we call effortless change. Diba? You don't need to try to change yourself. Why? You're not supposed to. You can't do it. Ang sirang relo, hindi niya sasabihin, aayusin ko muna ang sarili ko bago ako magpagamit. Diba? Kailangan dalhin siya sa watchmaker. Diba? Kailangan siya dalhin sa watchmaker dun sa marunong mag-ayos at marunong gumawa ng watch so that he can be fixed. He can be restored. He can be renewed. So, sinong gumawa sa'yo? Ikaw ba? Hindi mo kayang ayusin ang sarili mo. Only God can do that. So let Him work in your life and through your life. If you want to experience the transformative power of God, kung gusto mo makita the same power, you follow their pattern. You get connected. You surround yourself with people that are not B.I., but G.I. Not bad influences, but good influences. You, you surround yourself with people that can help you in your walk. Napagtitibayin ka. Yes, hindi natin kinakalimutan yung mga tao na nasa mundo because we are called to be light and salt. Pero hindi na yun ang majority na ng ating oras. Hindi tayo dun 
nakababad. Hindi tayo doon nagmamarinate. Nagmamarinate, nagmamarinate tayo sa salita ng Diyos. Para kapag may kausap tayo, alam nila kung sinong binababaran mo. Sino yung kausap mo. Di ba? Na hindi lang si Papa Jack. Hindi eh, kung sino yung binababaran mo, yun ang lalabas eh. We will see the same power when we follow their pattern. Gusto mo ba ng breakthrough sa buhay mo? In your relationships? With your boss? With your enemy? With your frenemy? <laughs> you will see the same power when you follow their pattern. Point number three. Bring others to refuge. Now, everyone is running from something. Everyone is running from something. Lahat tayo may kanya-kanyang baho, may kanya-kanyang topak, may kanya-kanyang kapalpakan. Admitted naman tayo doon. Because nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. But everyone is running from something. That's why we need to point them to refuge. Bring them to refuge. Alam natin kung sino ang refuge natin. There are people in your lives that are hurting, that are lost, that have no direction. Alam nyo kung sino yun. Kilala nyo yun. Ako hindi ko sila kilala. So you point them in the right direction. You point them to Jesus. It says in John chapter 3, verse 17, For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. Jesus is not counting how many times you've sinned today, or this week, or this month. He's not counting how many lates you've had in your cell group or your care group. He's not looking at your performance. He's saying, come here. I want to experience a relationship with you. Walk with me. Walk with me. Gusto kitang makilala. Diba bilang mga Pilipino, gustong gusto natin to eh. Magkaroon ng bonding, magkaroon ng outing, magkaroon ng uh, gimmick, diba? jamming. Because we love relationships. We're a very relational culture. Hindi tayo nag-iisa. So when we, when we walk with people, when we get to know them, doon natin nakikilala yung heart nila, yung laman nila, yung hurts nila, yung burdens nila, their dreams and aspirations. Doon natin nakikilala, ah, ito pala, ang passion Jesus came so that we may have a restored relationship with God. God is not looking at our performance. He's not looking at who we are. He's looking at whose we are. We are His and He is ours. That's why we have the privilege of calling Him our Father. Abba, Daddy, Pops. 
Kasi malaya tayo eh. Diba? When we talk about evangelization, evangelism, parang ang bigat na salita, no? Ano ba ang evangelism? Ah, kaya na yan ni pastor. Kaya na yan ng mga leaders, yung mga full-time staff ng church. See, the harvest is plenty, but the workers are few. We are not called, yung mga pastors lang, ang pwedeng mag-evangelize. Sabi ni Jesus sa lahat ng disciples niya, go into all the world and preach the good news. That's why we call it the good news. Because it's good. Because it's good, there's nothing bad about the good news. God is not in the business of sending people to hell. God is in the business of saving people from hell. They were already headed there. We were already headed there. And He saved us from that fate. He saved us from that destiny. He intervened. And because of Jesus' perfect sacrifice, kaya tayo malayang maghanap ng refuge kay God. So it's not a hard sell. You don't need to convince people that they need a savior. How many here love to watch movies? Sino dito mahilig manood ng movies? Anong favorite movie nyo? X-Men? Star Wars? Avengers? Born Identity? Huh? The Minions? Kung Fu Panda? I've be- I bet all of us has tried to evangelize. You want me to prove it? You've said, Uy, panoorin mo yung bagong movie. Maganda. Napanood mo na yung bagong Minions? Yung bagong Kung Fu Panda? Yung bagong Star Wars? Ang saya. You should watch it. Diba? You're just sharing that you had a good experience. Yeah. Hindi ka nagbebenta. Hindi ka nagmamarket. Diba? Hindi mo siya binabalikan, Huy, pinanood mo na ba? Tagal na sinasabi sa'yo eh. Sabing maganda eh. Kulit mo ah. Tigas na ulo mo ah. You need this in your life. No, you don't say that. Hindi mo siya binabalikan. All you do is you share. You know what? Ang sarap kumain sa halo-halo de iloko. Ang sarap nung halo-halo nila. Diba? You should try it. Diba? You don't come back to that person and say, Oh, kinain mo na? Natikman mo na? Masarap? Diba? Hindi ka naninita eh. Because it's not about your performance. It's up to that person whether he wants to experience the same goodness. When he wants to have a personal relationship with God. Now you know that you've experienced God. You know that He is good. Our starting point is already victory. It should not be hard to convince people to run to God and His family. We don't need to fear rejection because hindi naman tayo ang rejecte when they do say no. 
They've already decided. That's up to them. Basta tayo, we have been accepted. We have been accepted. God says, this is my beloved. I call him mine. Anak ko to. And nothing you can do will ever separate you from God's love. Hindi nagbabago ang pagtingin niya sa atin. Past, present, and future. He has forgiven all of our sins. And removed all of our iniquities. He didn't say most. He didn't say some. He said all. And so lahat ng drama natin, lahat ng hugot natin, can just forget about it. And just look at God. Stop looking at your problems. Stop looking at your imperfections. Stop looking at how many times you've fallen. Because God is the God of reconciliation. God is the God of restoration. God is the God that picks me up and says, I am His. We show others what it means to be in a city of refuge. We were once lost, but now we are found. We were once sinners. Now we are called sons and daughters. We are not just citizens. Hindi lang tayo community, but we are now sons and daughters. We are now representatives. We are now ambassadors. Ambassadors. So when you go out into the world, you are not just representing yourself, you're representing God. You see, in the Old Testament, the cities of refuge, kapag yung slayer naninirahan doon, kapag siya ay lumabas, pwede siyang tambangan ng avenger. At pwede siyang patayin kapag siya ay lumabas sa city of refuge. But now, in the new covenant with Christ Jesus, we are not limited by geographical limitations. We are now part of the new city of God, the city of refuge, the new Jerusalem. Diba? It's Jesus that lives in us. And so when we go out into the world, we're actually representing Him. And we're spreading his city. We're expanding the boundaries. And we're saying, who wants a visa? Who wants a visa? I'm willing to give it to you because God gives it freely. I just want you to experience the good experiences that I've had. I want you to experience for yourself, personally, intimately, how good it is to be forgiven, to be loved, to be accepted, to be free from condemnation to be free from guilt. You know, the cities of refuge were protected by the community and were led by the elders of the community. The elders did not go out and have to drag the slayers in. The slayers would come. They would come freely. They decided to come because they knew what they needed. They needed salvation. Now, you may be here today in church, and that's good. I'm glad you're here. I'm so glad that you're here. But if you're here or you know someone who comes to church, 
but isn't really connected, isn't really part of the community, doesn't understand how much God really loves you, how much He has paid for you, how much He has forgiven you, and how much He wants this relationship to work. He wants your heart. He wants you to get to know Him. You are designed by God to have a relationship with Him, to get plugged into Him and say, God, you are my source. You are my strength. You are my shield. You are my strong tower. My focus is on you. That's what you are designed to do. But if you are not connected, it's okay because there's always grace to be found. You know, I love this, that God's saying, I just want to walk with you. I want you to experience who I am because I am good. I want you to experience the blessed life, the sweet life. Jesus said, I came so that you may have life and life more abundantly to the full, overflowing, siksik, liglig, at umaapaw. But you cannot experience that without me. See, I love this story that Pastor Tim said, told me about him and Zion. They were walking one time. And sabi niya kay Zion, Zion, come here. Hold my hand because I don't want you to slip and fall. And Zion said, Abba, can you hold my hand? Because when I hold your hand, I might let go. But when you hold my hand, I know that you will never let go. That's the way that God sees us. He says, I will never leave you or forsake you. It doesn't matter what you've done in the past. That's past. It doesn't matter what you're going to do. Because I'm not looking at you. It's not about you. It's all about Jesus. And he said, it is done. I'm going to hold you in my hand no matter what happens because I love you. I have paid the world for you. And you are so precious to me. I call you mine. When we call others, when we bring others to refuge, we're just saying, you know, I'm walking with God. I'm holding hands with Him. He's never letting me go. And I'm blessed. Would you like to experience the same journey? God is so good. And his start, our starting point in Him is already victory. Shall we come to the Lord in prayer? Heavenly Father, thank you that you first loved us, that you made the first move. It is such a sweet, sweet privilege to have a personal relationship with you, that you don't keep yourself distant from us, but you teach us to run to you. You made the first move. We need you in our lives. 
teach us to run to you because we cannot do anything without you. Without you, we are nothing. We surrender the wrong refuges that we have tried to replace you with in our lives. You know these things. You know where our focus has been. We ask that you come in and change us from the inside out. Move in our lives and move through our lives. Overflow us with your love. We cannot really understand everything, but Father, we don't need to. And we thank you that you decided to first have a relationship with us. And we're just receiving the benefits of that. Thank you that we can walk with you daily, every step of the way. You're holding us. You know us. You call us by name. Thank you so much for that. In Jesus' name.